Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey everybody, welcome to the Standing Out Know How podcast. This is Jim Troth with Habitation Investigation and with me, of course, is... Laura. Hi everybody. The office goddess. All right, so getting the house ready for an inspection. Yes. That is important. That's what we're going to go over today because if a seller does not get the home ready... That is going to leave doubts in the minds of the buyers. And it could cause problems because the inspector could have to come back depending upon what they weren't able to access. Yep. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranty. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit homeinspectionsinohio.com. Okay, Laura, so we do hundreds, if not thousands of inspections a year. Yes. Well, it, all right, buyers, they're excited. They're a little nervous about the home as well, especially new buyers. First time home buyers, First time they're, home buyers, they're yep. nervous. I remember doing an inspection one time and I could not get into the attic space because it was sealed shut. I mean, they screwed it shut, painted, it was caulked shut. There's no way I was getting in there without damaging the wall behind there. They really didn't want anybody in there. Well, well, well they just finished it because it was like a kind of, like a, it was that side of the back of a closet. I don't know why you sealed that much, just the back of a closet. But anyway, they did. The buyer who was with me and this house was in good shape. Really no moisture issues at all in the entire place. As soon as I told the buyer that I could not get inside the attic space because it was sealed up, first thing he says is, do you think there's mold in there they're hiding? Immediately had that thought in his head, which makes me realize that well, and agents should know this as well. Buyers can be paranoid. And let's face it, in the last couple of years, we have heard of a lot of buyers Regrets, uh, horror yeah. stories. Well, they, they waived the inspection, and then bad things happen. So now they're even more paranoid than they were before. In fact, I heard, I listened to a podcast, was it last night? I think it was last night. And the guy has a home inspection company in upstate New York. Okay. And his area, there are several, he said several real estate agents that are going getting sued because they they allowed their client to waive the home inspection or recommend they not do it, or whatever the reason is, they did not have a home inspection. Now that agent is being sued. And even the agent right. told them not to, all they need to do is, hey, the agent said- I didn't said, understand what I was giving up. I didn't know what was giving up, or agent said there's less chance I'd get the house if I had a home inspection. So either way- I had no choice. I needed a place to live. My kids needed a place to live. You I, know, whatever. Doesn't matter. Right. They could they could say anything they want and get the agent sued if the home inspection was not done. So we always send to the listing agent information on how to get the house ready. 
But do they do they read that? No. So, and lately we've had trouble getting into some a couple of areas. We've had trouble getting into areas. We've had listing agents that haven't given us correct access codes. We've had um, we've had to go back out because the sellers didn't realize that the gas needed to be on, that the electric needed to be on. And how do you not know that? I, if you're a listing I, agent, how do you not know that, you, that the house needs to have these things on? To me, if I was a buyer and, my, and the agent didn't know I need to have those things on, agent's an idiot. How do you how do you expect them to test the furnace or the water heater and the gas and electric are not on? Or why is the electric and the gas not on? Is there a problem with that and that they're just playing dumb and I need to be careful about the rest of the house now? Because let's face it, human nature is that you go for the worst and you think the worst. Somebody's trying to get one over on me. This is going to be a, a you know an elephant. This is going to be a Tom Hanks, whatever that movie was. Money Pit. Money Pit. And and that's everybody's greatest fear. This is like their largest purchase. And so all of that stuff is going to be running through their head. Yeah, especially if you're a brand new built, I'm sorry, brand new buyer, first time home buyer. Right. If, if they're talking to their parents and their friends, they're going to hear all kinds of horror stories, which I mean, and, and they're going to be frustrated. So they get there and we cannot do the inspection, or at least we'll do it, but we, we may have to come back out there because like, gas is off. We, we had one the other day, and the gas company had their lock on the meter. Obviously, it's been off for quite a while. And if the agent had told everybody it's on, that agent does not look good. And if the buyer's, like, frustrated and nervous, agitated in the whole, whole process, that can make they're it not going to have a good opinion of the real estate no. agent. And most real estate agents are good. They mean well. You always remember those that don't help you, don't give you the access code, and are just frustrating. And we we hear a lot of those stories from buyers. We can tell a lot of those stories. Well, sellers. I've had sellers tell me all kinds of stories about their listing agent. Right. It's amazing. But anyway, so, Laura, home sellers, what should they do to get the house ready so, so it goes smoothly? So access is needed to crawl spaces, to basements, to attics, to the electric panel, to those major systems. If um, it's an older house, I would also make sure that we have access to the clean out just in case the client has scheduled some type of a sewer scope Sewer's because scope, we're yep. getting to do those more often. Same thing with the chimney and being able to get you know into that. Yep, well, I've seen a lot decoration of decoration should be moved away from things. Where the attic access is in the garage, and the sellers left the car underneath the access hatch, and we can't get into. Or it. the attic access is in the closet, and they have all the stored item or the shelving is there blocking it. Or that's just, that's just gonna put doubt in the buyer's mind. Right. And if I was a seller, I, I know when we sell this house, there's gonna be full access to everything. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna. There's, there's not gonna be no doubt in the buyer's mind or the inspector's mind. I mean, who knows? We we may have given the tour. <laughs> I, I don't know. Tell them all the stuff because this is. It's an old house. It is a is, very old house. This house built 1883 at the latest. It could be older than that. We don't know for certain. I'm gonna. We're probably gonna show them some things and help them figure it out, and then we take off if they if they want to look at it while we're gone, but. They will have access to everything in here. 
Oh, yeah, because we would want that for ourselves and our clients want that. Why wouldn't we do the same thing? Correct. So what? So here's one thing I've seen. This is a tip that we've given for years is for the seller. Yes, we like to have a clean house. It but. shows very well because basically the home inspection is another type of showing. Yes, it is. Just a little more detailed. We don't. You do not need to mop the bathroom floors. In fact, mopping the bathroom floors can throw off the moisture meters that then makes it look like maybe there's a leak around the wax ring on the toilet. All right. I remember one time I was at an inspection and, all right, if we go down the basements, we look for moisture stains. Yes. All right. It could be stains on the wood, efflorescence coming up on the the cinder block or the stone. Anyway, sometimes we'll go down the basement and we'll see freshly painted walls. Yes, okay. I remember that's this. a sign. I'm like, okay, they it makes sense to make it look good, but but when it's like this, that's a look, looks still wet, like like it's wet, like there's water actually coming through. I put my finger on no, it, it's wet paint. It was so they had just painted like the, earlier that day or the night before, and it was still wet. Yeah, yeah, you got to prep. You got to prep your house, which which really means you probably should do a pre-listing inspection or at least go through your, if you're a seller, go through your house like a couple months before you go and sell it. Start fixing little things. We're slowly getting our house ready. And we're looking at six months out. Yeah. Probably easily. Somewhere around there, we'll we'll sell fast the house gets built. But (sighs) yeah, it's not like a quick fix. You need... The house doesn't need to be spotless, needs to be cluttered, uncluttered. It is, not only shows well when somebody's first tour, touring your house, but it leaves areas um, open to be looked at. Because if we go into a house and one wall of, this, of the basement is completely packed full of boxes, I've had buyers go, I bet there's a foundation issue that they're trying to hide. Me, like that's in their head. You need to realize that they're going to be paranoid. You don't want them paranoid. You want them confident and relaxed. Do you remember the one that we did where there was a $20,000 bar built in front of the electric panel? I remember that. I'm, I'm the one who did the inspection on that. The electrical panel was in the basement on the wall, like Normal. often, but they built a very nice bar right in front of it, and you could not gain access to the panel unless you dismantled part of the bar. Obviously, I'm not going to dismantle a bar. No. So that was that was just unfortunate. I built that there. And bad I, planning. Bad plan on that one. So any other any other ideas? We do have a video that shows home buyers what to expect when they're going to have a home inspection. That way, they don't they don't freak out when they see a report. when they see a report that's on the on their house. If they've seen our class, then they know what to expect. They're less likely to freak out over basically some very common things that are not hard to fix. Well, and the sellers can look at it and know what kinds of things they should fix. Plus, don't we also have a a sheet on our website that they can print off uh, prepping your house for an inspection? Yeah, we do have that as well. In fact, I'll put that list, the link to that in the show notes here. But Oh, and here's something else. We were driving today, had a little road trip, Going to go get some new radon monitors and some uh, mold testing mold equipment. Testing. Anyway, a home inspector gave us a call, not with our company, different company. He gave us just one, one just, just one of the chat, and he was he was frustrated because 
some of the inspections just been really rough. I don't know if the house it was a condo was in. I don't know if it was a flip. It was a flip, but it took like three hours. It sounded like it was not a very big condo. Took three hours, so I don't know how long how, how long he typically takes. Probably you know less that obviously, but a condo should not take too long. Depends on the condo, the size, and well, the condition. This one did. He was a little frustrated. The conditions of so I guess everywhere he went, there was a leak here, another leak underneath the sink, and a leak in the kitchen. Obviously, nobody took the time to get their house prepped, which made the fr- home inspector get a little bit frustrated. But the home buyer now now is looking. This is just a simple condo, and there's all these issues in this little thing, so that could be an issue as well. Well, and at that point, the buyer's going to go, well, they didn't take care of some of this basic stuff. You know, what else could go wrong here that hasn't been taken care of over the years? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, you got to get the get the furnace service. Oh, yes. That's, it's not expensive, like $100 maybe, have maybe. a company come take a look at it. That and they put that sticker up. Little stickers up. Last life service. is good. That just shows that it's being taken care of. That's that. That's a good show. And the inspector we talked to, he also mentioned he's his, his reports are getting sh- given to other buyers, which is not allowed. You should not be doing that. The state is looking into that. So if you ever get an inspector report for. You know, some house, do not share it with somebody other than the buyer that report was created for. That's a confidentiality issue, and the state is not happy and they're looking into that. So be careful of that. Yeah, because at, at this point, the, the home inspector licensing law very clearly states that a home inspector cannot talk to anybody other than that client or whomever has been given specific approval on that. They cannot use that for another buyer. We cannot talk to another buyer about that. And that other buyer has absolutely no protection whatsoever if they rely on that report. Correct. Well, if they do rely, rely on that part, it's basically the age of Gazatome is telling them that's good. That, that, that was a discussion I had with an attorney. Right, and that could at some point so, end up in a lawsuit if they're not careful. So do not give out the report that was created for another for the original client. Do not give that out to another agent. Do not give that out to another buyer. Do not give it out to another agent if you know they're going or you think that you might use it for another, another buyer. No, because now you're, you're part of that whole deal. I wouldn't now, do it. I will say that I have talked to some agents who thought that you had to give the whole report to the listing agent. You do not. So if if you're getting out of the contract or negotiating, right? Right. If you're getting out of the contract or 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 negotiating, you do not have to give that whole report. Like you can do specific sections in it and just give that to the listing agent. You don't have to give them the whole thing and then they won't take that report and use it down the road. Well, when we send out the report, Habitation Investigation sends the report to the buyer and the buyer's agent. We do not send it automatically to the listing agent. Ever. So if you're the buyer's agent and you want to make certain that listing agent doesn't give it to somebody who shouldn't get it, do not send them the whole report. Just copy and paste sections of it. Send that out if you need it to, uh, to get out of the contract or to negotiate or you know, want information for request remedy, do that. Do not send the whole thing because if you never sent them the whole report, they won't have you it. cannot be blamed for, for getting that report into the hands of a, of a completely different buyer. 
Now, with our report writing system, the buyer's agent has the ability to come in and do a request a remedy that just has specific items and it's not actually the report. So it would be something that they could do that our, our would request prevent, remedy creator. Yeah, our, our request a remedy creator, they could use that instead of trying to go ahead and send the whole report, just use that, use that to get out of it, use that to just you know, do your request a remedy. I would definitely use our request a remedy creator for request a remedy. If I want to help my buyer get out of the contract for some reason, I would just copy and paste sections of it. Yeah. And go, nope. This is this, this is the reason why I don't I don't want it. And I, what I've heard, it can be any little reason. Yeah, it doesn't need to be multiple. My understanding is it major. could just be one reason as long as that's what they don't feel comfortable with. They're out of the contract. Yep. So anyway, I think it's about it really for yep. this uh, update. You'll on, put those links underneath this. I will put. I'll put the links in here, and then for your curious update on our house, they're actually supposed <laughs> to start working on the well digging down for the footers for tomorrow. for for the slab tomorrow. Wow, this week. Nope. Tomorrow. T- tomorrow? I, I have that in a text tomorrow. And and actually, we're going to go down there and teach them about passive radon mitigation systems. So we're, we're going to have one of those put in just as, a, you know what? It's it's so, radon is so inexpensive to put in during construction versus doing it after the fact. Maybe right. that's something we can talk about. Oh, in a, maybe in a that could be our podcast. next podcast. Yes. All right. Well, anybody, thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroth.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm